We're taking off like a rocket as we continue in the month of July. New week, fresh energy, brand new slate of shows on what is the hottest form of Alabama football news, notes, and information with yours truly, Stephen M. Smith. Live in studios, it's Touchdown Alabama Magazine. And this is In My Own Words. Got a great week of shows planned out here for you guys. We're going to continue diving into the conversation of having guests, former players, coaches, recruits that understand, identify what it means to be a part of the University of Alabama football program. But for starters, we open the conversation off with most improved players for Alabama football in the upcoming season. We have been known to see the usual awards, accolades, honors when you look at Offensive Player of the Year, Defensive Player of the Year, Rookie of the Year, leaders, offensive leaders, defensive leaders, impactful freshmen, just so many different various awards, accolades, honors in terms of football, but basketball really does a great job of highlighting the most improved players, and that's what we're going to take a look at today. Now, my criteria for most improved falls in one of two categories. It's either category A, where you have a guy, a player that has been given adequate reps or ample reps to go out there and have success, and they probably didn't have a season that they envisioned themselves having, so they're returning, they're bouncing back to kind of recapture and get that productivity that eluded them in the previous year. So it's either that category or we look at option B where a player starts off doing well, playing pretty decently, and then they have a medical mishap, an injury that sidelines them for either a couple of games or the remainder of the season, and they're looking to bounce back, stay healthy, and get that production. So most improved for the 2019 season in terms of the University of Alabama. And for me, we're going to start this thing off with Ayabi Anoma, outside linebacker, the sophomore out of Baltimore, Maryland. It's 6'5", 252 pounds, a former five-star from the 2018 class. When he came in from St. Francis Academy, we're talking about a guy that's one of the speedy, athletic, versatile, big-time, edge-bending pass rushers. In his high school career, over 50-plus sacks. And when you bring up Anoma to Alabama fans, two names immediately roll off the tongue. One I agree with. One I am perfectly fine with, have no issue with it. The other name, I'm like, hold on, pump the brakes just a little bit. Pump the brakes. Love the lofty goals and the expectation for him to hit this other name, but pump the brakes just a bit here. The one name I do agree with, Tim Williams. A lot of people see Ayabi Anoma as as a young, the next Tim Williams. When he comes up the line, that's Tim Williams. When he's getting across the quarterback, he reminds me of Tim Williams. When he takes that first step, it's Tim Williams-esque. And I get it. And I can identify with that one. There are some characteristic traits, personalities that Ayabi Anoma brings that would remind you of Tim Williams. So I'm fine with that one. 
the other name that's being brought up is he could potentially be the next Derek Thomas. And I'm like, hold on. We're talking about somebody that had the NCAA career record in sacks with 52, the Alabama career record in sacks with 27, somebody that was just a different breed, and a guy that quintessentially, you know, put two coaches on the map in terms of Ray Perkins and Bill Curry, though he couldn't save both guys' coaching jobs due to neither of the two could consistently beat Auburn, but that's besides the point. He single-handedly helped both coaches in Ray Perkins and Bill Curry. So Derek Thomas was a different breed. You you would like to see Ayabi Noma hit that pinnacle, but right now, let's just focus on taking it one step at a time and him being the next Tim Williams. The good thing, though, for Noma, this past year, he had nine tackles, two and a half of those for loss in a quarterback hurry. But he would at times get sidetracked by external factors, off-field stuff. Just different things that did not involve football would easily distract him. And uh, the hiring of uh, Sal Sanceri back to the Crimson Tide has quickly changed that. Sanceri has come in. He has taken this young man under his wing, and he has brought a sense of focus, a sense of responsibility, a sense of urgency, just a sense of big play ability, big play leadership to Anoma. I remember talking with Raekwon Davis in spring ball, and, and Raekwon even said, you know, Anoma's a different cat. Yabi's a different dude now. He's speaking more. He's vocalizing more. He's being more responsible. He is wanting to make more big plays. He wants to learn more of the system and not just his role. He wants to know what everybody's job is so he can make sure everybody is on the same key. And that's a big deal. And that's what you need. Because a locked in Ayabi Noma can give you the 8 to 10 sacks that a Anthony Jennings can give you, that a Terrell Lewis can give you, should both of those two guys remain healthy. So Ayabi Noma to me, with Sal Sanceri coming in and this man focusing the pass rush specialist that we know Anoma can be, he is my first improved player or most improved player for Alabama going into this 2019 season. Moving on now to my next guy, I look at cornerback Trayvon Diggs, the senior at 6'2", 207 pounds. He's added some healthy weight to his frame. Trayvon Diggs would fit the injury category of most improved player. In the 2018 season, he started the year off 20 tackles, six pass breakups to lead the team, and had one interception, but then suffered the foot injury, broken foot against Arkansas, would miss nine games. He's back now, and the areas of improvement I want to see from Trayvon Diggs is bodying up, being physical against these elite big body targets in college football. Not just in the Southeastern Conference, but in all college football. Being able to 
you know, put his body, uh, be physical against these 6'2", 6'3", 6'4", 6'5", and taller caliber receivers, uh, shield them away from the football, take away the angle, force the quarterback to make a perfect throw, and then using his instincts, his ball skills to create those turnovers. He's got the arm length. He's got the wingspan. He's got the ball skills. He's got the tackling prowess. He's got the tools to the trade to be an elite first-round coverage cornerback. But for me, where Trayvon Diggs is concerned, having that frame to box out these bigger receivers and force the quarterback to make a perfect throw. Along with that, for Trayvon, keeping the eye discipline. There were times last year he would get lost in the shuffle, lost in the pass pattern in terms of if a defensive back would pass up a receiver to Trayvon Diggs for him to cover, he would get lost in the trash heap and a guy would get wide open. There would be busted coverage, busted assignments. For Diggs, having that physicality, but number two, keeping that eye discipline. He can do both of those two things. Much improved player in 2019, Trayvon Diggs. But my next guy, moving on down to number three, I go to the offensive line where I pick up redshirt senior Matt Womack at 6'7", 325 pounds, a native Mississippian. For me, Womack fits more of an offensive guard than an offensive tackle. And it's not because of the fact that he was just straight beat out by Jedrick Wills in 2018. That was because he had the foot injury in the spring and he re-aggravated it going into fall camp. But for Womack, I want to see him improve his footwork, improve his footwork, establish that base and keep that base established just due to he has trouble taking on speedy edge rushers, whether these are defensive linemen or outside linebackers. He has trouble getting his hands on these pass rushers and neutralizing them, keeping them away from the quarterback, which for him moving to inside at guard, he's going to have an ability to be that road grader, put his hands on these guys, drive them off the football, open up the run game for Najee Harris, Brian Robinson, Trey Sanders, and the rest of the group, but also having that ability to clean up his footwork, clean up his technique in pass protection to give Tua Tagovailoa time to throw set up in that pocket. So, for Womack, Improving the hand technique in pass protection, improving the footwork, establishing, reestablishing his base, neutralizing pass rushers. That's going to be a big key for him in trying to be an improved player. We go on down to number four. Next guy, we pick up place kicker Joseph Belovas, redshirt sophomore out of Manville, Louisiana, at six feet, 203 pounds. Belovis was a uh, big-time recruit, according to Rivals.com. And though he did well on kickoffs, and though he did a pretty good job handling field goals, 14 of 18 on field goals at 77.8%, he missed six of Alabama's nine missed extra points a season ago. Of Alabama's nine missed PATs, point after touchdown tries, Belovis missed, missed six of them. Got to get better in that area. 
got to be able to make the extra points, make the field goals, and it's a big deal that he's got the freshman and Will Riker out of Hoover pushing him, challenging him, making him want to be better. Now, for me, I would like to see Skylar DeLong handle punts, Belovas handle kickoffs, and Will Riker had no field goals just to give each of them something to do. But in case of Joseph Belovas, for him to be much improved or most improved player, got to be able to step up in the field goals, step up in the extra points, and be consistent putting the ball to the goalpost. You can do that. Joseph Belovas, most improved for 2019. Last but not least, we got big Raekwon Davis, senior out of Meridian, Mississippi, six foot seven, 312 pounds. Last season, 55 tackles, five and a half of those for loss, one and a half sacks, which was a major drop from his sophomore year in 2017, or 2016, excuse me. Well, hold on, 2017, it was 17, where he had 69 tackles, 10 tackles for loss, and eight and a half sacks. Those eight and a half sacks and half a team. I don't know if it was uh, Raekwon taking plays off last year or him not having the explosive first step or him not having the burst or the energy to get to the quarterback or whatever the issue may be. But with the boomerang coming back to him with Isaiah Bugs and Quinnen Williams both gone, Davis, the leader, once again of this defensive front, he has got to have the energy, the burst, the leadership, the instincts, the stick-to-itiveness to not take plays off, to come after the quarterback, to stuff the run. He, to me, is on the borderline of being a top 10, top 15 pick. I have him uh respectively a top 20 pick but he's on the borderline of being top 15 top 10 but he has got to have that energy getting after the quarterback stuffing the run this upcoming season bouncing back and recapturing what he had during his sophomore year he can do that most improved player Raekwon Davis so running back to these again folks most improved my five for 2019 and they got to be able to get this done. I've got outside linebacker Ayabi Anoma. I got cornerback Trayvon Diggs. I got offensive lineman Matt Womack. I got place kicker Joseph Belovas. And I got defensive end Ray Quan Davis. We take our first break here on In My Own Words. As always, ladies and gentlemen, get yourself familiar with the Touchdown Alabama Magazine app. Do the right thing. You can download this from the iPhone App Store for y'all that rock Team Apple. Google Play Store if you have the Android phone. The podcast options, as always, for your audio viewing pleasures at the bottom of the screen. Subscribe to TDAlabamaMag.com to get the latest. And also subscribe to Touchdown Alabama Magazine on YouTube. Get with the site that's got over $1 million video views when we come back we sit down with leonard stevenson the trainer for alabama freshman defensive lineman dj dale you don't want to miss leonard stevens talk about dj dale on the side of the break folks don't touch that dial we're coming back <laughs> 